Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, November 23rd, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Hire Dr. Mike O'Neill as your dentist. All you have to do is call him. 317-849-2933. It's just that easy. I did it 27 years ago. I've never gone to another dentist since. Let's talk about football. In a few minutes, we're going to preview the 5A state championship game between Cathedral and Zionsville. We'll talk to Cathedral head coach Billy Peebles will also talk to Nathan McCahill, who is the quarterback of the Fighting Irish. But first, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and their overtime win yesterday against the Green Bay Packers. They win 34-31. And I was listening to the Dan Dockett show today, and callers wanted to know, what is the matter with Matt Eberflus? Why doesn't he blitz more often? Doesn't he know he's got to unleash the hounds in order to win football games? Doesn't he know he's got a bunch of dogs on that defense that can go get the football and go get sacks and create negative plays? And why does he wait so long to turn them loose in a game? I was yelling at my radio in the car. They win the game. Look at the defense. The defense right now is ranked top five in the NFL in rushing yards against, in passing yards against, in points against, in turnovers, in yards against. For the love of God, this is a really good defense Instead of bitching and moaning about what Matt Eberflus does not do, how about we applaud him for what he and his defense do do? How about that? Matt Eberflus is proving himself to be a hell of a defensive coordinator. He's got a terrific group of guys, right? He's got a lot of speed on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe they do get off to slow starts. Maybe they're a little bit vanilla early on. But then they make adjustments and they find a way to win games. What do you want? They won yesterday. Would you prefer that they win by 20? Sure. I would think that Matt Eberflus would prefer that they win by 20. They didn't. It's a W. Are we ever going to remember what the score was? It's a win. They're 7-3. and three. They got a game against the Tennessee Titans this Sunday with a lot on the line. The AFC South really is on the line. They win that game. They go up a game over the Titans and have the tiebreaker. So all they got to do is have the Titans lose one game and the Colts, they win twice against the Texans, once against the Jags, and they win the AFC South. This is a really good defense, and Matt Eberflus is part of the reason for that defense being what it is. They hustle to the ball. They are relatively sure tacklers. That means something. This guy teaches a culture of defense. Maybe he lacks a little in schematics, I don't argue that. Do I yell the same thing in the first half? What are you doing? Turn them loose. Send six, right? They don't. You know what? They still win. They're creating turnovers. They're second in the league in turnovers, and that's what this defense is designed to do is create turnovers. Could it have been a a little better, more, I mean, not even cosmetically better, but could the score have been more in the Colts' favor? Yes, it could have been, but they won. So let's take a deep breath 
And before we kick Matt Eberflus under a bus, understand that the Colts are ranked in the top five in every meaningful defensive category in the NFL. And this is a team that's seven and three. What the hell do you people want, right? You know, it's it's like an office space. That one guy who does the uh, jump to conclusions. What do you people want? I'm a people person. What the hell do you want? That, I feel like Matt Eberflus is that poor dumbass sitting in the chair in the conference room with the bobs, right? This poor guy is being assailed, and all he's doing is his job at a really, really high level. I get DMs from people asking if he's going to be a, a head coach in the NFL after this season. I think he's got a hell of a chance. I think he's going to get interviews. I think he might wind up being the head coach of the New York Jets. That <laughs> He's really, really good. So stop wishing for something else. It's important that you adjust correctly in order to win games. You don't have to be perfect out of the gate, but you've got to understand what you need to do defensively to finish games, and that is what Matt Eberflus does. Let's get off his back, let this man do his job at the highest level, and not have him be distracted by our yipping and yapping and our noise. Because our noise, I'm telling you, Matt Eberflus knows more about football than you do or I do, and he's teaching it to a defense that is applying his principles at the highest level, and as a result, they're a really good defense. They are not winning games because Phillip Rivers is a great quarterback. Phillip Rivers, over the last 10 years for the Chargers, led those Chargers to an under 500 record without missing a start. All right? He is not elite. Something has to be elite with this team. It's the defense. And Matt Eberflus is a big part of the reason that it's elite. Let's take a deep breath. And understand that Matt Eberflus is really pretty damn good. And I'm, look, I'm chastising myself too, because I do the same thing. I sit up in the press box and I'm like, my God, what are we doing? But you know what? In the end, more often than not, it turns out for the good. So let's, again, get off his back. Hey, how about Ty Freifogel? He is the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week for the second straight week because he trumped what he did last week to earn his first Offensive Player of the Week award. He was over 200 yards in receiving last week. This week, over 200 again. 218 yards on 17 catches, three touchdowns. He is the first receiver in Big Ten Conference history to post back-to-back 200-yard games. Ty Freifogel, unbelievable. All right, let's talk uh, about what is going to be a great weekend of football at Lucas Oil Stadium. On Friday night, you've got 2A, 4A, and 6A state championships. And on Saturday night, you've got 1A, 3A, and 5A. That 5A game, a lot of local flavor really throughout this tournament, throughout these six games. And in the game, the finale on Saturday night is between two Indianapolis area teams, Indianapolis Cathedral, the Fighting Irish, and then you've got the Eagles of Zionsville. We're going to talk now to Cathedral head coach Bill Peebles about his Fighting Irish and kind of the overall struggle uh, with the adversity that this season has brought. Coach, what's been your biggest challenge this year? I think everybody's biggest challenge has been COVID. Um, and, and just trying to keep our kids healthy, safe, uh, getting 
15, 16, 17-year-old kids to follow protocols on a daily basis is not the easiest thing to do. Um, they've done a great job of it. Um, but again, they're kids and they, uh, they want to do what, you know, what they want to do. And uh, so getting them to, to follow protocols and then take that home and live it, which our kids have, is, is a big deal. Because it's not just when they're with us. Um, you know that it doesn't seem like there's been a whole lot of passing of the virus on a, on a field. But we know that at home, um, in social gatherings, uh, those are the type of places where the, the virus gets spread. And our guys have done a really good job of keeping themselves safe. Has it been tough to get your guys, it seems like it hasn't, uh, in, in watching, but tough to play a full 48 minutes? I, I don't mean to disparage the opponents you guys have had, but you guys have put teams away early. Yeah, I, no, I, our guys have played hard throughout. And the schedule that we've played, um, has lent itself. When you're playing Center Grove and St. X, who just won state in Ohio, and LaSalle, who came in second in, in Ohio, um, Chittard's a great team. They're playing today. So we've played a lot of teams that are really good, and we've had to play full games, and we've been able to do that. Um, and, you know, the games where we have had a running clock, obviously our guys have played well right until we get to that point, and then, you know, we don't keep them in. Uh, we, we get the young guys in there and, and uh, give them opportunities to play as well. How cool has that been to be able to play those guys and make this, it's not just 22 or 22 plus the special teams, this is truly like a team march yeah. toward a state championship You know, it's, it's interesting because really everybody, you know, you get to that point, you want to get to that 35 point situation and then you get young guys in. That clock goes really fast yeah. once, once, uh, once that starts rolling. So, um, you know, our young guys have done a good job when they've been in there, but they've not had a ton of time on the field. Um, the, that's the only negative about the running clock is is the uh, the, the lack of time your, your backups get on the field at the end of the game. What's your biggest challenge against Zionsville? They're a big, strong team. Uh, they are very good up front, both sides of the ball. They have a young man going. Their offensive center is going to Notre Dame. They have two about 300-pound defensive tackles. They're big at linebacker. They're a physical football team. They're very well coached. Um, and they have good quarterback, good running back. They're a really solid team, and they're playing their best football right now. Perfect. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate Thank, it. Thank you. That's Bill Peebles, head coach at Cathedral. The Irish, they take on Zionsville this Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Uh, now we'll talk to the quarterback of the Fighting Irish, Nathan McCahill. McCahill's been really, really good. He can beat you with his feet. He can beat you with his arm. And he is one of the reasons, one of the primary reasons, that Cathedral is nationally ranked this year. Uh, two Indiana schools, two Indiana programs, nationally ranked. Center Grove, number 19. Cathedral, number 21. Both those teams play in state championship games this weekend. Let's talk to Nathan McCahill. Nathan, how interesting was this, the experience of coming to Cathedral as a senior and kind of establishing yourself as a leader on this team? Oh, uh, well, I had always been like a leader for my grade, but not the guy for the entire team, so... Getting that role for my grade, I'd say, was pretty easy and uh, just continued to prove myself and hold everyone to a high standard for working during practice. How uh, Would you rather play with beat teams with your legs or with your arm? Definitely with my arm, but it, um, I'll do whatever it takes to win. So if it comes down to that then, and I have to take off, then I'll do that. Which, you do that really well. I, I'm kind of surprised. I, I would have guessed that you, you like running with the football because you do it exceptionally. You run away from people, and that's rare for a quarterback. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, well, we, we have a lot of designed runs where either I could read and keep the ball or give it. So 
really just follow the rules of what the coaches have put in and just follow the game plan and it uh, takes care of itself. When when you guys were getting ready to play on Friday, here's my thing with Cathedral, because like I told you, my son went to Cathedral, so we watched Cathedral. And I was watching a game Saturday night, and I thought, okay, Cathedral is much bigger than the team they're playing against, and they look to be much faster. I assume you guys see that, but you have to stay in the moment, don't you, in order to go ahead and beat teams? Yes, like we, we can't get too ahead of ourselves. We have to take each snap, like each game at a time, and really focus on who we're playing. We know that we have some really great athletes and and uh, great coaches, but if we if we don't execute our game plan, then you're not going to beat anyone. So we have to worry about ourselves and do your job and execute the game plan. What have you learned from this experience in terms of COVID and its potential impact upon this season and the sacrifices that maybe you have to make in order to continue with the season? Yeah, well, it was well worth all the sacrifices, and uh, I think everyone can agree on that. We really just had to focus on our craft and football and school and just had to block out all the extra extracurriculars off the field. The uh, the game on uh, Friday night against Zionsville, what do you know about them and what do you have to do to beat them? Well, they have a stout defense. They have a bunch of really, really good players that run around and play hard. So we're going to have to play our best game and uh, go out there and play Cathedral football and just do what we've been doing all year, play hard. That's Nathan McKay, Hill quarterback at the Cathedral Fighting Irish. We'll talk to the head coaches of Center Grove, the great Eric Moore. Uh, Ron Colley will talk to the head coach at Chittard. We'll talk to the head coach at Zionsville. We'll talk to uh, the head coach at Westfield as well as the week moves on. A lot of great football. And and thank goodness, we kind of took a deep breath. Talk about taking deep breaths. Took a deep breath, understood that, you know what, our lives, their lives, better with high school athletics in it. And so they found a way to continue to play these games and 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 figure out a way to get this season to its conclusion. Hats off to the IHSAA. Hats off to all the school corporations around the state, teams around the state, the kids around the state who did the sacrificing, as both McKay Hill and Peebles uh, articulately spoke. You know what? Great weekend coming up in large part because of those sacrifices. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait to talk to you then. Straight up at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live and then immediately thereafter on Twitter and Periscope at about 8.15. All brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. I can't wait to talk to you then.